We always enjoy this time of the morning because we get to go back in time, have a little bit of a look at history, and I know I keep saying it, it only seems like yesterday, but over 30 years ago now as we welcome in the studio once more Graham Turby. Terps, good morning. Morning, Brad. How are you doing today? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Uh, well, good. they say every day you wake up's a good day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, what were we doing in 1992, Bendigo-wise? Well, local government in Bendigo was in turmoil in 1992, There was a power struggle between the mayor of the day, James Douglas, and the town clerk, Ray Burton. It sparked industrial and legal action, as well as a state government inquiry, and all this was a prelude to the eventual local government restructure. It came about a year later. Mm. Uh, Bendigo's hopes of being the headquarters of Victoria's agricultural department were dashed when the newly elected Kennett government scrapped the idea. Um, hard to believe, though, but the Calder Highway between Bendigo and Melbourne was still largely a two-lane highway in 1992, uh, but work started this year on the $45 million Kyneton Bypass. And we remember that uh, two-lane uh, Calder Highway, of course, where you had two-lane. to go through all the towns. and f- uh, it exactly. was a, it was a, And I always remember there were a lot of stickers that used to say, use caution on the Calder. Yes, that's true. And the old McIver Highway heading to the other, through Heathcote to Melbourne, seemed to be the much better highway at the time. At the time it was, because, uh, yeah, the Calder, particularly on... Icy Mornings was a very dangerous highway. Mm, Gee, particularly which... through the Black Forest there. Oh, you're telling me. Gee. Now, what were the academic staff up to? Uh, well, academic staff at what was then the University College of Northern Victoria were divided over the question of closer ties with La Trobe University. And, of course, eventually the, the college did become a campus of La Trobe, but it was certainly a hot debate at the time, that's for sure. Uh, now, in Wedderburn, an explosion wrecked the town's bakery. I think Jeez. a lot of people will remember that if you're from Wedderburn. No injuries, though, thankfully. Bendigo Mining gained control of the Bendigo Goldfield, and a pre-Christmas downpour caused flash flooding in parts of Bendigo. And in Tulin, it was so uh, uh, heavy that a house was swept away by a flash flood. No doubt about it. <laughs> now, um, it was a, 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 on a, on the media front a really sad day for uh, for Bendigo and uh, a very popular and well-respected broadcaster yeah. we lost. Uh, the award-winning uh, radio personality David Talbot uh, succumbed to cancer in 1992 and uh, we, we mourned his loss and uh, remembered him and uh, he was certainly a, a top star in our area for quite a while was David and we... And we lost him in 1992. Mm, yeah, mm. it was a sad day indeed. What were we doing on the sports front? Now, the sporting one, I had a look through the year. Pakistan cricketers were playing in Bendigo. We we really get the chance nowadays to see international cricketers. They used yeah. to come to Bendigo regularly for, you know, matches to promote the tours. And, and I remember KLFM covered the England versus Victoria match that was at the QEO in 1995. Oh, right. Well, there you are. Mm. We, we had the chance of playing these guys and they used to have a great time out in Bendigo, but we don't seem to do that nowadays. No, anyway. unfortunately, yeah. Never mind. Um, on the water, Tim Roberts won a national jet ski title. Bendigo was really up in the jet ski. It and, was. <laughs> now, he, musically, I was trying musically, to... Musically, we generally end with music, don't we? Yeah. And we're going to end with 
one which I'm sure many people will know. Uh, the Barcelona Olympics provided a song which became a standard. It was called Friends for Life, Jose Carreras and Sarah Brightman, and it, it sold well. The US group Guns N' Roses scored big with their ballad November Rain, and the country and western star Garth Brooks provided the best-selling single in Oz in 1992, with Achy Breaky Heart. It dominated the charts and was played endlessly at the countless line-breaking exercise routines we went through in 1992. And then I think it was revived later by Billy Ray Cyrus and we had to put up with it all again. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> well you can't keep them down, can no. you? <laughs> let's uh, end off with the original from Garth Brooks and the Achy Breaky Heart. Thank you, Terps. Catch you next week. See you next time. Bye.